Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to Hashtag Lakers, your homie's place for all things Lakers. Hashtag perfectly for your ears. With special appearances from Laker beat writers, NBA insiders, journalists, and Laker fanatics all over the world. We'll break down and analyze the latest games, trending news, trade rumors, signings, injuries, and much more. So tune in and let's talk Lakers basketball. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Welcome to Hashtag Lakers, brought to you by Hoopheads and Dash Radio's Nothing But Net. I'm Yoel Lagaza, and today I'm joined by my brother, John Webb. And we actually have a couple of guests on the show today. Uh, first up is Matthew Peralta. He's a staff writer for Laker Nation, and uh, he's, uh, he's on the show for us with us today. So welcome to the show, Matt. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. Excited to talk some Lakers with you guys. Yeah, I appreciate you hopping on the show. Um, and we also have uh, another guest on the show. His, his name is Skylar Truppel, and he's a contributor to uh, the fan-sided The Lake Show Life. And he's a co-host of uh, Shooting Bricks and host of Mamba Moment. Welcome to the show, Skylar. Oh, absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. Lifelong Lakers fan from Canada. So I bleed purple and gold and uh, just happy to be with some fellow Lakers supporters for sure. It's a good time to be a Lakers fan. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah, it is. Um, how how do you get to being a Lakers fan in, in Canada, though? Kobe, Kobe, and Kobe, man. I mean, Kobe. I saw Space Jam when I was a little kid. Jordan was on his way out, and Kobe was the next guy up. And I'm like, this guy's great. He's going to be great. Stuck with him his whole career. Really fortunate to uh, – I was actually able to fly out the day after I finished my business degree to go see Kobe nice. Bryant's final game. I got a single ticket. Went, and uh, one of the greatest memories of my life. Watched him all the time growing up. Rocked the jersey all the time. And that's where, you know, Mamba Moments came 
came from. Then on shooting Definitely. bricks, we talked Lakers all the time. And uh, it, it's just something I've always talked about connected people with, but it was really Kobe Bryant's greatness, the duo of Kobe and Shaq, and then sticking through the ups and downs and then seeing Kobe and Powell years. Yep. Yep. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Good to have you both on the show, Matt and, and Skylar. So um, we got a um, lot of stuff to talk about today, the agenda. First up, we're, we're going to talk about the biggest trades and, and uh, player movement around the league so far that's uh, went down, that has gone down this week and how that uh, pretty much shapes the, the NBA and the league and playoff picture, right? Uh, then on the second segment, we'll focus our attention uh, to the Lakers. And, um, you know, they, they didn't make a trade, but uh, are now uh, hopefully... Um, going to sign Andre uh, Drummond, so um, we'll see what happens there. And uh, and then on the second, on, on the third segment, um, we'll talk about Dennis Schroeder's comments after being on the trading block this week, and uh, you know what that means regarding um, his extension and this upcoming off season where he's a free agent. But let's let's start off with uh, the the biggest trades and player movement around the league. And how you guys think this, the, you know, uh, it shapes the the league and the playoff picture. Uh, when I get your your thoughts here, yeah, I mean the Orlando fire sale was wild. Uh, I right. thought <laughs> uh, in in a matter of hours, right? They let go of their top three guys, I would say, and uh, I feel like that was a good time for us to maybe capitalize on that. But the Lakers don't really have a lot of wiggle room, especially for holding on to some of the assets for the future. Well, mainly THT, right? Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I I thought the Orlando Fire Sale had to be coming. Uh, that team's just been, you know, mediocre for the past X amount of years now since Dwight left. So uh, I'm glad that they, you know, they actually finally looked themselves in the mirror and said, "Hey, it's about time we got rid of some of our veterans for some younger pieces and draft capital." So I thought that was good. Um, I'm surprised they let go of Vooch, uh, but you know, it's a good call for Chicago. Uh, they're right at the eighth seed, so I think you know they'll be a fun team to come, to watch come playoff time, especially with Zach Levine. So that'll be cool. But yeah, Orlando, Orlando, I think was one of the uh, one of the focuses of the trade deadline. Also, whatever the heck Houston was doing um, doesn't really affect the Lakers <laughs> oh, too much. Man. But yeah, yeah, it's just it's one of those things where it's like, well, I, I guess like Oladipo, and then you know essentially choosing him over Karis LeVert in that three team deal, which is a little odd at this time. So. Hey man, whatever happens, happens. Uh, they've got a lot of draft capital going forward after the Harden trade, so we kind of have to wait and see what goes, what happens there. But uh, yeah, pretty, pretty fun deadline. Not, not too many big names. Um, obviously, the big ones, Aaron Gordon and Victor Oladipo, getting moved to uh, the Denver Nuggets and the Heat, respectively. But uh, still, a pretty fun deadline, even though the Lakers didn't get involved, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Would have liked to see the Lakers get involved with the kind of cap space they have, but we'll see what happens. I'm sure we'll get into that. Overall, though, yeah, exciting trade deadline, I thought. Not huge names, but lots of movement. Uh, I actually think Nikola Vucevic to the Bulls was the biggest move because you're pairing two all-stars together. You've just given Zach Levine a big yep. man to work with. And so I mm -hmm. think that's a much bigger move than people expect. To me, Aaron Gordon on the Nuggets is a huge move, but as it moves them from maybe a three seed to maybe a two seed, but then Clippers Rondo, I don't know. So that's a tough <laughs> one uh, between between the two of them. But but the Bulls, I think, took an astronomical leap by going from one all-star to two. And you don't know what's gonna happen with Laurie Markinen. Most underrated move of the trade deadline. 
Norm Powell to the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. He just I dropped like a one. 40 piece for the Raptors. Yeah. And so now the Trailblazers have him and you got, uh, you know, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty big. I think it's going to be pretty big. I think we'll see Portland have some success, but uh, I've said a few times on other podcasts, I think the Lakers are going for a three-peat here. So not for another little while. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I wanted to go- ask you guys about the, the Rondo trade. Um, I found it hilarious that uh the the you know rondo rondo made made the clippers trade for him <laughs> and it, well when you know in the offseason he refused to go there instead he opted to go to, to the atlanta hawks but uh um so funny that uh um you know he he had to he he, he made the clippers trade for him that was so funny to me and there has to have been something in the back that was that was going on there because there's <laughs> it, it feels like he he wanted the money and he knew he couldn't get it right away so he I don't know I it's not reporting but I think something crazy <laughs> happened in the background there for that and I mean all jokes aside too I, I think that you know the Rondo signing is you know good for the Clippers ultimately it is they, it they, is yeah they they've been sorely lacking a point guard for so long now and oh I think, man you know, getting. Yeah, right. So I think getting, you know, if they get playoff Rondo, uh, not guaranteed or anything, but if they do get playoff Rondo, I think the team is ultimately better. But the jokes write themselves. So I was just going to say Lou Will back to Atlanta and then gets lemon pepper wings that he wants all that's the time. Exactly now. So right. that's, that's awesome for him. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's awesome. Definitely. And then, Definitely. And, then and then of course, post post trade deadline, right? We heard today that uh, Marcus Aldridge is going to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, he's averaging around 13 points per game this this year, handful of rebounds. Um, in my opinion, he hasn't played particularly well to his expectations, right? That how he's been playing in the past. But uh, I, I, I think it's a it, it was a good grab for for the Brooklyn Nets. How, how do you guys see uh, that team um, compared to the East? You know, you have the Heat who got better, right? They added a few few people here. Um, at the trade deadline and then obviously we were talking about uh, uh, the Bulls um, hopefully I don't know they, they haven't made um, the uh, the you know into the playoff for a little bit here but uh, yeah what, what do you guys think about the Nets I mean this was honestly expected and I expect the Nets to land another body blow with their last uh, roster spot here sure um, they had a lot of money a stockpile of assets to to make the moves they made um, I don't know how they all fit yet but I thought the Nets were already legit contenders with the addition of Harden and then adding Blake and and Aldridge for essentially nothing is going to make them stronger contenders to come out of the East. Absolutely. You know, I think that LaMarcus Aldridge going to the Nets, they've got six all-stars now. I really don't want to worry about the Lakers repeating this year, but when I saw that, I had to take a minute to process it because they do have six all-stars and it is a lot. And Kevin Durant isn't even playing with James Harden dropping 40 point triple doubles. So they are a scary team, but I still think, we haven't seen the Lakers with Anthony Davis back in a while. LeBron, we're going to get Andre Drummond. So we'll be good. It, it's going to be similar to like, they're reminding me of the Golden State Warriors with all the all-stars and even some washed up all-stars they have. Whereas, you know, the Lakers are looking like the Cavs, but instead of Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis's potential to me is greater than that. And then those two together. 
So I think we'll be just fine, but it's a big trip. It's a big move. Yeah. I personally think that it's been Nets Lakers collision course since they got James Harden. So I'm not, you yep. know, this doesn't really change the calculus for me too much. Right. Uh, right now, the way I look at it, I think Philadelphia is really the only team that's going to threaten Brooklyn's uh, finals mm-hmm. uh, chances. Yep. Uh, that's just how I look at it. Uh, obviously, LaMarcus Aldridge is a, is a flashy name. He gives them more big man depth, uh, right. way better three-point shooter than what Blake is currently. Mm-hmm. Defensively, not the same, but I think, you know, Brooklyn's pretty much all in on the scoring lineups at this point. So uh, in that case, I think the Nets got richer. Uh, not necessarily better, but I think, you know, they just have more versatility in the front court. But uh, yeah, I think stylistically, Lakers versus Nets is just so fascinating to me personally because the strengths are completely different. You've got a perimeter exactly. jump shooting team and you've got an interior team that likes to get to the rim a lot. So uh, I, I genuinely don't know how it would go. I'd still pick the Lakers if they're healthy. Um, AD is just a cheat code. I think him at the five, obviously, <laughs> yeah. is going to be the deciding factor in that kind of series. Uh, Andre Drummond, I think, will play some sort of role because I think they'll be destroying the Nets on the boards if they do meet in the finals. So. Sure. It's interesting to me. I think Brooklyn, you know, in in a vacuum got a little better, but it doesn't to me scare me off. I don't think like, you know, the Lakers are now suddenly an underdog in a potential finals matchup. I'd still take them happily. Absolutely. I think the, you know, sort of the, the unknown in that is, is Joe Harris, right? Cause he, he's someone that could go off sure. in that lineup, especially contributing with um, Harden and, and really, Aldridge is going to help Joe Harris like flourish there. Anything wise, yeah, it's yeah, pick and pop, yep, pick and pop, yep, exactly. They might exactly. be able to lose in six or seven to the Lakers now. Yeah, yeah, seven, yeah, seven games. Yeah. Maybe, okay. maybe not five. Maybe five. Maybe, maybe a six or seven. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <of> six. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a break here, and when we come back, um, we are uh, going to switch gears and talk about the Lakers now, and um, and you know what what they didn't do in at, at the trade deadline and uh where we go from there but uh uh so stay tuned guys and we'll talk to you guys soon hey hoopheads we appreciate you listening to this episode of hashtag lakers be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads Podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing and my co-host Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com.
Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with John Webb, Matt, and Skyler. Uh, so the Lakers didn't trade uh, for Kyle Lowry, uh, nor did they trade for anyone else. In fact, uh, instead, they opted to rely on the buyout market. Um, and it seems now, like like we said before, the Lakers are emerging as the front runner to sign Andre Drummond. And he's going to clear waivers tomorrow on Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern, Eastern time, according to Woj. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, there's also uh, other players in the buyout market who people on Twitter have, have talked about that they want the Lakers to pursue, uh, including uh, Jeff Teague and other potential buyout players. But uh, let me let me ask you guys this. Uh, did the Lakers um, make a mistake by not trading for Kyle Lowry? Did they miss a big opportunity here? What do you guys think? I mean, I don't necessarily think we missed out on any clear trade. If we pulled the trigger on Kyle Lowry, Lowry, I think we would have regretted it come playoff time. It's a lot of depth and energy uh, to give up for one guy. They were asking for combinations of a uh, Truder, Trez, KCP, uh, THT. That's a lot of turnover for one player. And you have to remember, we're not very healthy right now. So losing those guys, losing a combination of those guys for one player is is a lot. Uh, I think you bring up a good point. I think taking that depth hit right now probably would have been bad just given how they've looked without LeBron and AD and then having to lose two starters and presumably another third uh, rotation player like THT would have hurt in the interim. But uh, you know, it's actually funny. I, I went back on this a lot the night before when uh, Kyle Lowry was, Kyle Lowry to the Lakers was a distinct possibility. I was thinking, you know, I think in a vacuum, I would do it just because Kyle Lowry to me is a legitimate difference maker. I think he's more reliable than Dennis Schroeder come playoff time just because Dennis is unproven. Lowry has a ring with the Raptors, that veteran leadership. Mm -hmm. Uh, Defensively, he's just as good, if not better. Uh, Another lead ball handler to take the load off LeBron. So I think in a vacuum, I might have done it. Uh, But with the caveat that the Lakers had some backup options waiting in the buyout market or maybe another smaller trade to fill out the rest of the roster, because um, I, I, I don't think Rob would have done a three-for-one trade if they didn't have backup options to fill out the rest of the margins on the roster. So that, that's kind of where I stand on it. I think I would have done it just because, again, I think having Kyle Lowry raises the Lakers' title odds just a little bit more. And right now you have to also consider that the window for the Lakers to win a title is LeBron's timeline. I saw a mm, lot of Lakers fans arguing point. that we needed – I saw a lot of Lakers fans arguing, right, that – the Lakers needed to keep Dennis because he fits AD's timeline. He's younger. Uh, he's played well this season so far for the Lakers. I'm happy to have him on the roster like everyone else. But I think if you're talking about maximizing Lakers title odds and trying to repeat as champions, you need to up the talent level come playoff time. Because again, you're only playing about seven, eight guys at most on a given night. And Kyle Lowry would have for sure been one of your guys. So uh, I'm, I'm okay that they didn't do it. I'm, I'm happy that they, you know, they didn't decide to just overpay for him and bring him in. And then like what uh, John said, um, you know, compromise a little bit of their depth and talent. But at the same mm-hmm. time, too, if, if they got Lowry, I would have been okay with it also. Just because, again, I love the guy. Uh, I'm sure uh, Skyler loves him, too, being in Canada. So I'm sure it would have yeah. been a good time for you, too. <laughs> Absolutely. I do love Kyle Lowry. But to me, in this case, um, my my mantra after Anthony Davis came is trust in Rob. He was also Kobe Bryant's agent, as we know. And in this case... I'm okay with it. I really am because especially we see the fire that Trez has been playing with. And if we had to give up Trez to get Lowry to me, it's it makes we're unhealthy right now. 
it, it makes sense in the short term. I wanted Lowry so much and with LeBron's timeline, but Anthony Davis is a generational talent. That's the reason he's not back right now is because it's a risk of an Achilles tear. You got, so the Lakers are playing long ball here and I like what they're doing. I'm okay with it. And I think we're going to get Drummond. We're going to have LeBron back. We're going to have AD back. And then when LeBron gets off the books in a long time, or not in a long time, but when he gets off the books, then we have a whole bunch of cap space to sign someone with Anthony Davis, who's younger. And so it, it's tough. But if you look in the long term, it makes sense. Now, depending on what happens with Schroeder, we don't know about next summer. But for right now, I'm okay with the move. Yeah, for sure. And 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 one thing that um, we, we haven't mentioned here is uh, there were reports that, uh, you know, it was that uh, – the Lakers offered Dennis Schroeder and KCP, but refused to to deal THT. Right? They refused, like uh, basically making him untouchable for some reason. And and I would agree. I would agree with that decision. I think I think the Lakers feel that the THT is a potential All Star, right? And and they believe in him, like the way that uh, hopefully he'll pan out better than Kuzma has. But uh, Kuzma's doing well, right? He he's he's doing yeah. great. So no, he's mature. No, Right, he's he's doing great right now. Like he's he's playing uh, winning basketball. So I don't want to uh, no no shots at, to him, but but THT is like you know you can disagree with with uh, with the Lakers scouting department, the coaching staff, and front office, but you can't like you you can't trade THT. I think it was too much to include him with Schroeder and KCP, and like you would you you would uh, also be uh, losing your your starting your two starting uh, you know uh, guards, right? And I think I think for THT, I mean uh, his the impact that he has on the team um, coming off of the bench can't be overstated. Um, someone had tweeted this crazy stat out, and they were using. Uh, B-ball indexes uh, LeBron metric, uh, and it basically showed like every 19 and 20 year old with at least 300 minutes played in this season. Um, you know, using that LeBron metric, which which basically shows you the total impact a player uh, has for this team. Uh, Zion was number one, and granted by by a mile, he was number one. Um, but guess who was number two? THT. Yeah. THT. You can't make that stuff up. I mean, in my opinion, he's too valuable. You can't you can't just oh, yeah. add him to a trade just like that. Um, and I, I just don't think uh, it'd be worth it. Yeah, Lord Lord Palinka chose THT as the hill to <laughs> die on. Um, I think that's the right move, but we'll know for sure come this offseason if if we're able to to re-sign him and and Alex Caruso and Schroeder and and you know that's that's a lot to ask, right? Because those are three legitimate. Uh, guys that that contribute really well for this team um you know now it's up up to us whether we can land someone in the in the buyout market yeah i think i think holding on to tht is totally fine like i i'm i'm just as high on him as the rest of you guys i think he's got a bright future uh just in his second year only 20 years old already contributing on a title team i think that says a lot for where he can go um yeah that and he's honestly the reason why i went back and forth on the lowry thing so much was because the Lakers just don't have a lot of draft capital going forward. There's not a lot of young talent in the pipeline. Now that they have THT to actually develop and grow, I think that's definitely worth keeping. Um, but again, like for me, the way I, I approached the situation was, hey, if we got Kyle Lowry, how much more confident am I that the Lakers will win this year? 
And it was a pretty decent amount. Not to say that right now, I don't think they, they could win by what they currently have. I've been saying all year, healthy Lakers team, I will take them happily against any other team this year, sure. including the Nets, including sure. the Sixers, mm-hmm. anyone in the Western Conference, for sure. Like, I, I take them no matter what. But if I just wanted peace of mind and securing a second title in as many years, I would have preferred Lowry. But again, if you want to take the long view, I think Ethan PhD ultimately is the right move. I think they landed a stud where they got him. So I'm happy. I'm perfectly happy with what they did at the deadline. If they wanted to stick to their guns and keep the guards that they have, fine. If they wanted to go after Lowry and, and again, increase those title odds, totally fine with me as well. PhD is, is absolute dynamite. And I really think that this Lakers squad was fine at the beginning of the season. They're fine right now. And we're probably going to get Andre Drummond to fill up the paint and provide that defense and rebounding as well, which opens up more floor spacing. Anthony Davis does not have to play at the center position. We haven't seen AD in so long. He was a monster last year and he's only getting better. This whole resting move, it's making everyone forget, but watch out for the Anthony Davis vengeance tour. And that is why I'm totally okay with all the moves the Lakers pulled. And THT is part of the future. Keep THT. He's going to be a special player. Even if you watch in the preseason, I don't care that it's preseason. You can see with some players how good they are when they're given those minutes. And that's what's going to keep happening with THT. He's a stone cold baller and he's going to have an amazing career when LeBron believes in him as he did with Kuzma, who we see is improving now. And, you know, uh, Relly Rel on my Shooting Bricks podcast said that Kuzma could fill out that Lamar Odom type role eventually. And what he's doing right now, I know, right? Very interesting comparison. And so I I trust in Lord Palenka, a great nickname. And I think that we're fine as is. Here's another comparison, right? Um, THT to me right now is uh, Kawhi Leonard in the the 2011, 2012, 2013 Spurs. Like he's, he's kind of like filling that role and... You know, Greg Popovich then said that Kawhi Leonard was going to be a star because he's a sponge and he's coachable. And those are the same words that are being applied by coaches and GMs and people that know THT. So I think this is ultimately, like you guys were saying, long range, the right move. Love it. Love that. That's awesome. All right, guys, uh, we're going to take our last break here. And, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Dennis Schroeder, his comments about uh, um, being on the trader, trading block uh, this week and, uh, you know, his uh, about this offseason. So, uh, guys, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. 
Welcome back to Hashtag Lakers. I'm here with John Webb, Matt, and Skyler, and we're here to talk about Dennis Schroeder and his comments on uh, his extension and this offseason. Um, here's his quote. I'm going to try and cut it sh- as short as I can, but, um, you know, he said a lot about it. Um, and he said, uh, I-, I mean, it's a crazy business. At the end of the day, I, I want to play my season out. I said that I want to see my options. I for sure want to be a Laker, but I still want to see my options. Uh, after eight years, it's my first time seeing what other people, other clubs have interest in me. Um, that's what I said too, but nobody mentioned that in the media. Um, everybody's saying, I just want to sign long-term with the Lakers. At the end of the day, we're playing basketball and that's the best job you can have. And then he goes on to talk about, um, you know, he has a team in Germany. And so he understands that business. Um, and uh, he says, you know, he, he likes the phrase so at the end of the day, right? So at the end of the day, that's my last word of that. I want to see my options. I want to be a Laker, uh, but I want to be a Laker. So however you, you y'all want to put it on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, that's it. So, um, so yeah, what, what do you guys think about this, his comments, right? Did, um, and, and then let me ask you, like, did we mess up uh, with, with putting him on the trading block? Have we lost ground on on making sure he stays a Laker, uh, you know, side by side with with Anthony Davis? Um, and you know, do you think he'll 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 end up a Laker again next season? What do you guys think? I mean, yo, that statement is as this diplomatic as it gets, right? I don't think you need to read between the lines, though. Like he wants what his play, his energy, his talent level can buy. He deserves a big long-term contract, but I don't know if we have that. It's it's telling that we haven't extended him yet uh, because he's been that good for us. The numbers just haven't matched up uh, to his expe- expectations, and it's probably because of the looming offseason with uh, players like uh, THT and Alex Caruso, are, um, and they're going to garner huge interest with other teams. Yeah, I'll, I'll hop in. I I, I agree with uh, with that. I think, you know, I'm not really too surprised they haven't agreed on an extension quite yet. It sounds like the two sides have been pretty far apart since they've been negotiating. I know some fans are going to freak out because they've been able to extend them for about a month now, but nothing's been done. And then these recent comments, I mean, if you want to consider adding fuel to a fire, sure. But what else is Dennis supposed to say? Because I think he, he is going to be a free agent. That's just the reality. He is essentially saying, hey, I want to be a Laker, but I also have options elsewhere. I know that might scare off some fans or that might cause them to freak out a little bit, but it's honestly just the truth. Uh, but the way I look at it is right. I think the Lakers are still in the running, are still the front runners to sign him. I think you have to consider what Dennis can get with the Lakers, both on court, off court. Uh, if the Lakers win the title this year, I think there's more inclination for him to stay. The other thing you have to consider, too, is what other team is going to offer him the money that he actually wants um because for me like if you want to throw out a hypothetical let's say the lakers win a title but dennis doesn't play quite as well i don't think a a team's going to be so eager to offer him the max contract that he wants and i think the lakers could still have him at that point so while i'm a little concerned i'm not i'm not freaking out by any stretch i've been pretty optimistic about this whole situation i've honestly thought that a deal wouldn't get done until around until after the playoffs because i think the lakers are smart to want to see how dennis looks like come playoff time too because you don't want to just throw out max money for a guy that isn't going to you know provide a ROI on that. So you, you want to make sure you're being smart. I, I do agree though. I, I would prefer that they would have gotten something done sooner rather than later, but I, I'm still pretty optimistic just given what his market will look like come the summer. So 
Uh, giant shrug for me about the comment, honestly. Yeah, very, very, very interesting stuff for sure. I think the comments are a simple reinforcement that they have not yet reached an extension. Also, with him commenting on being an owner in Germany, he's saying, hey, I understand the business side of this thing. And to me, what that means is, from a business perspective, this is the smart thing to say if you're Dennis Schroeder. So it doesn't mean a whole lot. But to me, if he wants big, big, big money, do the sign trade for Kyle Lowry, and then that'll be LeBron's lifespan, then bronze off the book, and then you can get somebody else who fills that role with all the talent coming up in the NBA. So I think we're fine either way, and we can repeat with Schroeder this year. And if we got a motivated Kyle Lowry coming off the Raptors, wanting to add another chip to his legacy, uh, that could be good. So I think I think the Lakers are in good position either way is the main takeaway from this. But to me, it says we could lose that. We could lose that. And that's why I think yep. you have to have that Lowry backup plan if you can. I mean, you have to have a backup. I don't know if we'll, we'll have Lowry, but you yep. have to have a backup, right, for to, to replace Dennis Schroeder and the type of player that he is. Um, so let Dog. me ask you guys this. Like, look, we, we gave AD a real like really good treatment, right? Like we, uh, you know, we did everything for him last season. Do you think he's going to get a similar kind of thing to kind of, um, you know, try to make him stay, keep him, you know, entice him to stay? What do you guys think? I think the Lakers will try their best to for sure keep him because there's just no realistic way for them to replace him via the like via free agency, just given the cap constraints. But um, I don't know if we're going to give him necessarily superstar level treatment. I don't know right. if that's really in the cards. But I, I do think the Lakers are going to try and hold on to Dennis. I, I honestly think that is obviously their preference, given what they did to go after him and trade Danny Green and a first round pick to sign it to get him. Uh, again, the extension thing, I'm still not super concerned about, but I I do envision Dennis being a Laker long term. Yeah, to me, he's he ain't AD. That's the reality. At the end of the day, uh, he's great. He's a dog. He's a great player. He fits the current mentality of the Lakers, but he's not Anthony Davis. If if we win the championship this year and Drummond comes, he might be the number four guy, maybe even number five. Harris has been playing out of his mind lately. So, no, I don't think he gets the AD treatment, but his contributions uh, certainly should be appreciated. But I don't think he deserves max money unless he, you know, starts averaging like 20 points and five rebounds, five assists in the playoffs or something like that. Yeah, my, you know, my opinion, Yo, is really, I've, I've never been in this idea of having like a third superstar. You guys know that. Um, I'm always in the camp of we have LeBron 80 and then we need like a Hydra, right? Like, like a, like three guys, two, three guys that could consistently produce for us, you know? And I said that was going to be Kuzma. That was going to be Trez. And that was going to be Dennis for us this year. So as long as we have the Hydra with LeBron and AD, we're going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, all right, guys, I think that does it for today. Um, appreciate you guys, uh, your, your comments. Um, Matt, Skyler, appreciate you guys joining the show today. Um, I'm going to give you guys this time to, to go ahead and put a plug in where uh, they can find you. I'll start with uh, Matt and then we'll, we'll go with Skyler, but go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I just wanted to say thanks for having me on, guys. I, I love talking Lakers basketball with fellow fans. It's, it's been a crazy season given everything going on in the world, but it's still been fun to watch the Lakers dominate uh, here and there. I know it hasn't been good recently, but I know things are going to be on the up and up soon enough once LeBron and AD are back. 
but as far as where you can find me, you know, I'm, I'm really active on Twitter. Find me at uh, underscore at Matt, under, at underscore Matthew Peralta. You can also find myself at LakersNation.com. Uh, always turning out good stuff there. So uh, would appreciate any support you guys can give. Absolutely. No, thank you guys so much for having me on. This was a blast. I've been fortunate to be involved with uh, a few podcast guest appearances. And, and this was a lot of fun, really well-run podcast and, and fun time with all three of you for sure. Looking forward to connecting outside of the pod. For me, you can find all my socials at Skylar Treple, S-K-Y-L-E-R-T-R-E-P-E-L, Instagram and Twitter, also LinkedIn and Facebook. I post too. Uh, I'm doing tons of stuff. I got a column on basketball each week, sports anchoring. Please subscribe to the Mamba Moments podcast where we're interviewing journalists and players on Kobe Bryant's stories to keep that positive legacy alive and the Shooting Bricks podcast where we talk ball every week. Shout out to Relly Rel, Jared, and Daniel. Definitely subscribe to that as well. Always find my retweets on Twitter. And uh, yeah, you know, Lakers Unrestricted podcast coming soon on my end. So more Lakers content and all these guys will most certainly be invited on. And most importantly, thank you guys again for having me on today. It was a blast. Yeah. I appreciate you both uh, hopping on the show. Um, again, if we can have you back on the show, um, that'd Anytime. be awesome. That'd be awesome. Absolutely, man. Whenever. That's awesome. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Um, we are available on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel on Saturday mornings. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Um, but if you do have Apple devices, do us a favor. Head on over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate uh, the follows and all the reviews. Uh, it'll help us continue to produce the show. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. In the Admiral refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save